You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. We want to remind everyone that our Neighborly Advice audio classes from our new release are available on our website, and we love hearing your feedback on the classes. So we created audio classes on topics that we care about and that we hope will give you tips and strategies that you feel motivated to use. Um, Listener BP Smith on Instagram said, the minimalist neighborly advice class has changed my life. Love, love, love it. Ready for more. Whoa. I know. Thank you. High praise. Thank you. (laughs) And don't forget to grab a copy of A Piece of the World by Christina Baker Klein and join us for book club on the next episode. So on to our topic today, which is know thyself. We've talked about personalities and habits in previous episodes and wanted to continue that discussion because what's more interesting than talking about yourself? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) But first, a cocktail. And in honor of our topic tonight, I'm going to call this the sparkling personality. Oh. I haven't already done that, have I? I just had deja vu. (laughs) No, I don't think you've done that. (laughs) Okay. I'm real proud of that. Um, Just came up with that on the fly. (laughs) So I muddled some mint in the bottom of a glass, then um, crushed ice. And then there's gin, a splash of St. Germain, and then a blackberry soda, which I'm using um, this one that I found at Trader Joe's, but it's Spindrift brand, which is a cute name. It's a really pretty color. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Hmm. It's not as kind of sweet as I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I was considering it's very refreshing. Though. I was considering for a minute making mint simple syrup, and maybe yeah, that might would need have, a, might need a simple syrup of some mm-hmm. sort, like maybe a little deeper flavor. I think mm-hmm. the blackberry soda is not having quite as much, or even just maybe a splash of lime. Mm. Something to round uh-huh. it out. Yeah, that it's would good work. Though. Okay, it's refreshing. It's I a like great. It. It's a great start. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. To kick this off, can you give us an overview of what Erica Ladd is like? <laughs> what are the drivers? I feel like of the last four years of this podcast have been a pretty good overview. Um, <laughs> so just go back to our first episode, yeah, uh-huh. listen to all those, and then rejoin us. Okay. So uh, if nothing else, I am an all or nothing. If nothing else, okay. Ride or die kind of girl. Okay. Like yeah. it's just all or nothing on all fronts in uh-huh. life. So I fight against it, but I have been trying to just embrace it more and realize that that drives me. And sometimes then that can be a good thing and I can just relentlessly go after something or like working out. It kind of has to be like pretty much every day except maybe a Sunday or if I miss one day, I'm like, well, I don't have to for the week. So (laughs) kind of knowing that and going with it is good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely just driven by emotion and feelings mm-hmm. for better and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, very easily fired up, but also I think very compassionate and can laugh easily and mm-hmm. um, all the good and bad that comes yeah. with that. Um, introverted. We've talked about this a lot, but just lots of time, not in a shy way at all. Right. I don't think there's really anything about me that is shy, mm-hmm. but just lots of time inside my own head yeah. um, and feelings uh, mm-hmm. And just definitely recharging alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do think that that's even like what makes me a good reader and a writer, just like mm-hmm. a lot, an active like thought life, Yeah, which for sure. I'm sure extroverts have too, but I definitely mm-hmm. like retreat into my own head yeah. often. Yeah. Um, 
I have kind of discovered through our personality, some mm-hmm. of our personality stuff that we've done that I am very driven by that concept of identity, like the mm-hmm. the phrase, I am the person who, Yeah. when we read Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin, um, her description of the rebel really yeah. resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um where that's kind of the only driving thing for a rebel is just like that sense of identity. And Mm -hmm. I, I really got that about myself. Um, yeah. And I just, I think I value a sense of humor and, or a beautiful story probably above Mm -hmm. everything else. Mm -hmm. So Mm. that's kind of me. Okay. I love it. It's a, a great little summary. Um, How about you? That's so Who funny. Who is Kelsey? I know. That's so funny because when you say you're the all or nothing, I would say I'm like the complete opposite where like I wrote like steady and predictable, you know, like I'm, I am kind of like the slow, the slow and steady. And I've been just a, you know, like a hobby runner since, you know, middle school. And I've never been like the one who wants to sprint and race, but I'm just like, but I'll just find my pace and I'll just keep on going. Like if I ran, I would have to probably immediately train for a marathon or not run at all. Like there's no in between. Like all in. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Or seem for me, I've gotten to a point where I don't even like to do the races. Yeah. I'm just like, I just like to do the running. I just Mm -hmm. like to do my practice run. Very (laughs) self-motivated. Yes. Um, But some, like some other things that really came to mind I feel like logic is an important Mm -hmm. one for me. And I, I definitely feel very in touch with my emotions, Mm -hmm. but just in terms of to motivate me to do something, Mm -hmm. you know, there needs to be that logic behind it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe even if it's anything that could be backed up by data, that's Mm -hmm. very motivating for me. Um, Like if there's something at work or, you know, just even in life and I can't see a logical reason for Mm -hmm. it, then I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's, I'm going to have a really hard time with that. Right. Efficiency, I feel like is a big one yes. for me. Yeah. And that is something that I find can drive me crazy at home and at work when mm. I feel like there's no process for something or it's not efficient. Like mm-hmm. that definitely is where I find myself getting frustrated, like with kids, Yeah, you know, oh, where it's boy. like, yeah. we should just be able to put on your pajamas yeah. <laughs> in 30 seconds and then move on to the next thing, which will be way more enjoyable for all of us. Right. We'd all right. rather be reading stories. It's than going against over. your logic and your love of exactly, exactly. So <laughs> in those situations, I'm just like, whoa, um, I would say kind of scheduled and controlled like mm-hmm. scheduling things that puts me in control of things. Mm-hmm. I like that predictability. Um, I definitely identify as being an introvert, but I I have found that I'm I'm a really social introvert. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting when we took that personality mm-hmm. quiz. That was kind of the first time that maybe that I'd taken a quiz like that and it ranked a percentage kind of introvert. Yeah, like a scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I... I ranked as a very extroverted introvert. Yeah. Like I wasn't a really high percentage introvert. It was like a, like, you know, kind of more mid range uh-huh. whatever it was. And yeah, that was just very enlightening for me. I was like, Oh, that does really make sense because I think so often we're, we're made to think that being an introvert means you just want to spend all of your time right, alone. And right. I, I, I knew that I liked to, like recharged by being by myself, I mm-hmm. think growing up. So I would identify as, oh, well, I must not like right. being with people or 
big parties groups or, or things whatever. Like that. Yeah. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, but I do like that. So mm-hmm. um, that's just been interesting. Another thing that I've kind of come to realize I'm, so I feel like I have good intuition about feelings. Like mm-hmm. I, I get gut feelings about things. Mm-hmm. And if it's a like a big life decision, I can reflect on it and then I can feel confident about a decision. Yeah. yeah. But I'm very indecisive about material things. Okay. I've realized. So like big life, more meaningful things. You can, yeah. you can just kind of go with your gut. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you have a hard time with the smaller things. Yeah, like mm-hmm. choosing a piece of clothing, choosing mm-hmm. something for the house, kind of those things. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. So I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure why that is, but I have realized I was like, but I'm not indecisive about all things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And the other thing that I kind of thought of is that adulthood is kind of my jam. Like yeah. I remember being a teenager, getting Martha Stewart living. And it was like, <laughs> this is the life that I want to lead. Like, like I, now. Like I could not wait to be 30. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, then I'm going to have all these things that I want. I want to be married. I want to have a family. I want to have yeah. a house. I just like, I want like the predictability right. of adulthood. I love having responsibility. I love right. being independent and getting to make my There own was life. no like, I don't want to be tied down. There was none of no. that for you. I was like, I want to be tied down. <laughs> like now. When can I be tied down? <laughs> So I yeah, I feel like I mean I'm just like you were just li- ready to get cozy. I'm living as my soon best as decade. Yes. <laughs> oh, coziness! I skipped. I skipped that one. Coziness. Yes. That pro- That like reigns. That ranks high up there in your in your very life. very high. Okay, so we talked. You kind of alluded to it, but what have been the things that have helped you to know yourself better? Okay, I think um, number one, being a mom has been the biggest mirror for me. Yep. Um, even things, cause you can lie to yourself. You can even lie to your spouse. You can hide, secret away maybe some yeah. not so appealing mm-hmm. aspects of your personality, mm-hmm. but there is nothing like a two-year-old to bring that out. Oh yeah. Um, so I just think that that has been my biggest teacher about myself mm-hmm. is my girls mm-hmm. um, and seeing how I react to certain situations with them. Um, learning to listen to the people closest to me. Mm-hmm. Hi husband. Uh, <laughs> hey there. For better or worse too, like hearing, um, you know, maybe some of the good qualities that I didn't necessarily see in myself or believe in myself, mm-hmm. but then like things that are really like, you know, Jeremiah, like you're really stubborn. You really <laughs> do have a temper. And instead of just defending that, hearing it and right. and maybe thinking about how that right. affects other people or, or gives mm-hmm. me a hard time in life. Mm-hmm. And he's just trying to be like, no, that's really, right. you really are. Right, <laughs> like, right. Just listen, you know. Right. So um, kind of maturing into that, being mm-hmm. able to listen instead of being defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I feel like this podcast has been an interesting mm-hmm. window into I myself. I so too, yeah. Just something about recording a candid conversation yeah. that you might not even remember everything that you'd said yep. and then hearing it back. And we don't, we really don't highly edit you yeah, know, no. if there's awkward pauses or something we do, <laughs> but otherwise we're fairly unedited. Yep. And it just feels like, um, I thought it would be cringy. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess it was a little bit at first mm-hmm. hearing my voice, but then I was like, no, I really like, I like this about myself. I mm-hmm. like my wit or I like mm-hmm. how I say, say this certain thing or whatever. Yeah. And just kind of in a good way, yeah. um, seeing yourself, I, I don't know. It's just been kind of interesting. Yeah. And then just some of the topics, mm-hmm. um, that we, 
set aside time intentionally to talk about as friends that we might not over coffee mm-hmm. otherwise. Right. It's just like, oh, well, this mm-hmm. having to think about how I feel about this right. makes me kind of know myself a little better. Yeah, totally. Um, And then I, I feel like I've the last few years, I, I read this somewhere. I think it maybe it was Shauna Nequist. Mm-hmm. I quote her a lot probably on mm-hmm. here, but she said something about um, in one of her books, pay attention to what brings you to tears like the things in life that make you cry mm-hmm. are like kind of a window into your soul. Like what's mm-hmm. important for you? What's passionate? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's the passion for you? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've been paying a lot of attention to what makes me cry or fires me up or mm-hmm. keeps me awake with excitement and mm-hmm. just doing something about it, going oh, after I those things that. or, you know, fixing it if I can, mm-hmm. or, um, just realizing that those are the things that fuel me, right. you know, um, either in a, like I have to do something about right. this way or just like this is exciting and fun and I yeah. should follow that. So right. oh, yeah. I really like that. Um, so I would say just, let's see, lots, lots of mix here. Um, one important thing for me, I think, and maybe I've mentioned it before, was my experience at graduate school. Mm-hmm. And there was just a, a pretty close-knit cohort of about maybe a hundred a hundred of us and it was just such a social place people living together Mm -hmm. in these big houses and there were weekly happy hours and dinners and just always people around that you could see and I loved being part of that kind of community Mm -hmm. and I didn't have quite like that like that might be what a lot of people experience in college mine wasn't Mine wasn't quite like that, like right. so close knit since I was at a bigger school and I wasn't living on campus and stuff. So I really had that experience. And, and I think just realizing that kind of started getting me thinking, oh, I, I do like being around people mm-hmm. and and started um, maybe down that path of really valuing community. Mm-hmm. And then once I left there, wanting to create that here when right. we moved out here and just realizing that was really kind of a passion of mine. Um. I definitely think that I used to be, you know, growing up maybe through grad school, much more of a people pleaser and just always felt compelled to say yes when anyone asked something Mm -hmm. of me. And I really have gotten rid of a lot of that Mm -hmm. pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I realized, I think maybe just through life experience or, you know, reading lots of different things that, I am not in charge of other people's emotions right? and I'm only in charge of mine and, and kind of a thing too, where I would sit kind of see, you know, this is how I treat people Mm -hmm. and I don't get offended or upset when other people do this. Like I'm going to have a measure of understanding. Right. And then if I would interact with people or experience other people getting upset about things when I mm-hmm. didn't intentionally do something wrong or kind of not offer like reciprocating that mm-hmm. it was just kind of like eh, I, I think this isn't it's not about me it's about them yeah, yeah. and just kind of not feeling um, pressure to like try to make that situation right. better and right. I feel like that was just kind of eye-opening for me I, I mean I definitely care about relationships and I do really care about people and the people in my life and wanting to help people. But I've just realized that there often can be a happy medium. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, um, 
getting together with someone like I'm not really a late night person. Mm-hmm. And so instead of always agreeing, yes, I can do dinner. I right. can do drinks. It could be like, Hey, these are some times that work good for me. Right. Like could, mm-hmm. could we find a compromise or mm-hmm. something? You know, I think just willing to kind of, um, advocate for myself mm-hmm. a little bit more in those situations. Um, I think that reading better than before. And I, by Gretchen Rubin, I think actually it was first listening to her podcast when mm-hmm. I first started hearing of hearing her go through those mm-hmm. different tendencies when it was just like clicked. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, upholder. That makes so much sense mm-hmm. to me. And just, you know, it is so interesting to read about things that resonate with yes. you. And so that really kicked off reading about that. And she did just have many kind of strategies and tips and tactics and insight that made sense to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like kind of did a lot to have kept me thinking about that. Um, yeah. And kind of like I mentioned, just realizing that I tend to be a very extroverted introvert. So kind of finding that balance between having that social engagement mm-hmm. in my life, but then making sure I am reserving plenty of time to recharge right. by myself. Right. So, um, have you made decisions or changes based on knowing yourself better? Um, I think just a big thing has been that making room for what I need, mm-hmm. um, enough sleep, enough time alone and, mm-hmm. and, especially settling into parenthood, like really just not feeling bad about that. Like mm-hmm. this is what makes me a better mom, a better right. wife, a better human. Yeah. Um, so making that room, we've talked a lot about that, but also just working with my strengths. Like mm-hmm. I may not be the mom who wants to, even after having been a teacher, I don't want to be the PTA president. I don't yeah. want to right. d- be like all, you know, running some social right. committee or something right. like that. But I will, you know, read to my kids. I will donate things for the classroom. I will do these. So just, just finding those things that I enjoy and not Mm -hmm. feeling bad about the things that you don't. Yeah. I think we just sometimes think we're supposed to not be enjoying life. Mm -hmm. Like, right. Oh, well, if I just enjoy everything, then I mean, obviously (laughs) there are things we need to do that we don't enjoy, but like, right. I can choose to play the things with my kids that I actually enjoy and we're all going to get more enjoyment out of that. And I can say, okay, you go ahead and play that, Yeah, you know, with your sister, if it's not something I enjoy and that's okay. And that there really can be those options, you know, like, like, like you said, being involved in the school can look like so many different things, you know, asking, you know, like you've suggested before, like asking the teacher if there's something that you could take home Mm -hmm. and work at at home. Like that would be so introverted, like Mm -hmm. in front of the television, whatever, on your own time. It doesn't have to be like a weekly volunteer commitment or something. Or just even feeling that like I should because Mm -hmm. I was a teacher. I should, I am comfortable in the classroom. I should want to do those things. And Mm -hmm. just letting go of a lot of that like self-imposed guilt over Mm -hmm. things. Like It's fine. You know, like you kind of said, you're just getting kind of over that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think our whole decision to adopt was just based on, um, following those passions. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of been a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. And then knowing what I could handle in terms of mm-hmm. us building our family, I knew that the whole mm-hmm. medical infertility um, treatment route was just not for us. I knew from the yeah. beginning and instead of feeling like I had to do that right. first, cause maybe that was a little more traditional route mm-hmm. to take. I was just like, no, you know what? This is, mm-hmm. I knew myself, I knew what I could handle. I knew that I would, could I could deal with the hardships of this versus that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it's just a personal thing. Yeah. So I think um, that was important. Um, and then just like little things like realizing that although organization doesn't come naturally to me, mm-hmm. I am very affected by my environment. Mm-hmm. And so making some of those changes, mm-hmm. um, becoming a little more organized and simplistic and 
minimalistic in, um, like how I run our house. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I used to be this like hot sloppy mess. I kind of grew up that way and it mm -hmm. was like endearing in some ways. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, no, but I actually don't like this. <laughs> right. Like it may not come natural to me to be the neat freak uh -huh. or whatever, but I don't like right. how I feel like this. Yeah, so let's yeah. change it. But that mm -hmm. takes a certain amount of like self-awareness right. to realize that's actually bothering you. Yeah. yeah right. So <laughs> the little thing, but mm -hmm. <laughs> how about you? Um, well, kind of like I mentioned it being the extroverted introvert, um, finding ways to invest in my social life that still reserves plenty of like time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, book club is like so perfect for yeah. me in so many ways. Um, you know, it has to do with reading. It's this group of great women. I love that it's scheduled and yes. it's like set and yes. predictable and doesn't, um, we're not talking about every month, what day it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. It is just set. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, it, it honestly brings me so much comfort. Just sometimes in the middle of the month or something, I'll think about like, oh, something's going on or it's stressful or whatever. And I'll just get so much comfort just knowing like, oh yeah, in just a couple of weeks, it's book mm -hmm. club, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that there'll be at least three or four mm -hmm. women there and we'll and we all... have our booth, our yeah, same booth. Exactly. <laughs> it's very, very um, comforting. So anyway, and that's like a great way to like connect with a big group of women that yes. then it's not all of these separate like get togethers mm -hmm. here and there or even all at the same time. Mm -hmm. I feel it's right. kind of a rotating, like whoever yeah. can make it that month. Right. So exactly. It's, you're Different all connected, but yes, I love it mm -hmm. so much. And, and just kind of like I mentioned, um, having get togethers with friends, make sure that it's going to be at a time. And like somehow that I used to just feel so much like, especially when I was first, um, back to work mm -hmm. and trying to like still see friends mm -hmm. and scheduling these things to do on the weekends with mm -hmm. friends and just realizing like I was dreading it because yeah. I just, so tired. I just wanted to be home with my family. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, some of that time too was like trying to figure out like time it between nursing and mm -hmm. stuff. And, and like looking back, it's just like, that was so stressful. It's right. supposed to be like a fun, right. go out to lunch or whatever. And it was just so stressful. Yeah. So just kind of being honest um, with myself about, mm -hmm. about that. Um, planning things ahead even more. Like I was yeah. already kind of planning yeah. ahead, but I think kind of like you said, especially once you have kids, mm -hmm. it just kind of, you know, accentuates. You have to like up your game, mm -hmm. up your organizational mm -hmm. game. And so I just found that, you know, planning things a month ahead or, you know, whatever it is, mm -hmm. just whatever I could trying to plan it ahead even more and mm -hmm. like just give myself that time. And like you mentioned too, having less stuff, like mm -hmm. I am so affected by my environment. And then when suddenly you're using your house so much more and the energy level goes up in your mm -hmm. house, it's like the house environment needed to calm even farther down. Yes. Or yeah. like you said, suddenly you, you really see your environment differently. Right. And it wasn't like we were pack rats or anything. Right. And I don't think you were mm -hmm. like that either, but suddenly you just see like, oh my gosh, I can't even deal with shelves that are just all yeah. full. Like I I've can't just deal with a five space. minute search for a shoe. Right. Like I can't. It's just everything anymore. has to yeah. be right there where uh -huh. I need it. So I feel like that's been very important too. Um, what tools and tactics for getting things done and being happy are working best for you? And also what doesn't work? Okay. Um, I think this is a really simplistic way of looking at it maybe, mm -hmm. but realizing that I need both, 
I need large chunks of both dedicated time mm-hmm. to work on things and get things done mm-hmm. and large chunks of undedicated free time, free time with no commitments. Gotcha. And those are hard, <laughs> hard things to do with kids too. Right. But, um, with some planning can happen. Like I'm even just doing much better this year with the girls both going full time for a full day, but only twice a week. Right. I'm doing much better with that than like spread out through the week more. Gotcha. Um, or on the weekends, like I would rather have a really busy Saturday and then nothing on yeah, Sunday. Totally. Or plan to work and get I stuff like done on too. Saturday and then literally nothing. Yeah. Um, so I'm just finding that that works good for my kind of energy levels. Mm-hmm. That works good for my all or nothing personality because mm-hmm. I can just tackle right. something and have a chunk of time to keep going. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I just try to do it in 10 minute chunks, it's not getting done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just kind of embracing that and trying to find those chunks of time instead of fighting against it all the time. Right. Like, well, I should be able to make this perfect, efficient use of my time. Like right. it just, that's not who I am. Yes. So yes. roll with it. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just that balance of alone time and time with others, both professionally and just personally, socially, like um, even getting work done, just realizing how much, how invigorated I'll be after like a work afternoon with you, mm-hmm. just like so fired up and yeah. excited yeah. Um, versus us working in our separate corners and right. emailing each other all the yeah. time or yeah. um, just socially, uh, you know, I do have a lot of time alone, but realizing how great it can be to just get together with one other mom and their kids Mm -hmm. and kind of experience this motherhood thing together once in a while and Mm -hmm. then you know have time and not necessarily a big huge play date but just just connecting and then and then backing back off again I just Mm -hmm. I need that rhythm yeah um I feel like my rebel nature kind of makes a lot of like tips and tricks and tools tricky (laughs) because it's that whole thing of like you, I don't deal well with like outer expectations or inner ones. It's like that you can't make me do it. Neither can I, I just, if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. Right. (laughs) Um, so I kind of have to appeal more to that wanting side. And like, Mm -hmm. if I want something or feel fired up about something, just go after it Mm -hmm. relentlessly. Like that's when the best things in life have happened. So, um, (laughs) just kind of going with the flow a little bit with that. So, um, uh, for me, one thing I've noticed and like, especially in light of parenthood, kind of like I mentioned planning ahead even more, but putting a lot of thought and planning into what I can control and also being honest about what Mm -hmm. I can control Mm -hmm. and then just letting go of what I can't. Like an example of this, I feel like how the boys eat and their exposure to screen time are two things Mm -hmm. that are very important to Mm -hmm. me and that are very controlled within our house. Right. When they go to their grandparents' house for like a sleepover or something, I... It's fine. Right. Like they're going to eat sweets. They're probably going to watch a movie. And both of their grandparents, I mean, so thankful both sets of grandparents are very aware. Right. You know, they're going to yeah, be showing like them. they're not like over the top yeah, or anything. They're going to be showing yeah. them age appropriate things yeah. or whatever. And I could, like, I could see myself maybe before having kids or something feeling like uptight about yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. and just wanting even to if have... you said it was okay, like still really right. just feeling right. nervous about it. Or and whatever. I feel like I have like just kind of realizing like the majority of the time mm-hmm. they are un- like under kind of the, you know, what we would be wanting them to right. live. Right. And then that's the whole fun of grandparents. Absolutely. Are getting yeah. those indulgences. Yeah. So kind of things like that. Like I, I feel like I can be kind of type A and controlling and I, do you feel like I do a good job with the boys? Like these are the things I can control, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, 
certain things maybe that they do at school, you know, obviously they're safe and healthy and right. all those things. Right. I'm not going to worry about right. it because it's just not worth it. And right. they're fine. Right. You know, and they get to have those little snippets of mm-hmm. other experiences, right. other places. Right. Exactly. Um, I've noticed having, having that time, maybe kind of that introvert time to think and then articulate really specific goals Mm -hmm. um, really works well for me, Mm -hmm. you know, like having my set goals for the month or for the year or things like that. So really setting aside that time and making sure that I do that. Um, I feel like a tool, just my paper planner is still Mm -hmm. working really well for me. So that seems to be just a good habit for me that I'm able to keep up. So that kind of means to me that it must work well for Mm me. Um, I feel like another kind of tool tactic that I try to use is practicing gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that kind of goes along with limiting my time on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, just being on social media can start all those wants and comparisons Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And by limiting that time, I have fewer of those feelings. And then if I also just try to cultivate that practice of reminding myself of all the things that I feel grateful for, Mm -hmm. then that kind of helps replace those other feelings that can bubble up. So I feel like, I feel like that can help. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just kind of what, what you mentioned about trying to plan your weekends such that you have a busy day and then a totally free day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've been doing that more with our weekends where We've really been trying to make Sunday just our family mm-hmm. and home day, like mm-hmm. trying not to plan a lot of outings. Maybe we'll go and do something, but it's usually right. like all as a family. And I I did used to see both Saturday and Sunday like up for grabs in yeah. terms of my time that I could have alone and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it just I, feels like you're tag teaming the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then I, I do just feel better starting the week after just a slower day, a mm-hmm. day all together as a family. And I just feel like... Um, yeah, just that energy is more relaxed and I feel Mm -hmm. like the boys pick up on that. So yeah, Yeah. I've been really loving that. Um, do you have any specific goals that you're working on right now and how are you working with knowing yourself and working towards (laughs) them? (laughs) Um, well, I feel, I feel like I'm in maybe a bit of goal limbo with Mm -hmm. the big move coming up. That's kind of a mentally all consuming thing. But I guess even just a goal around that would be to handle that with some grace and really just enjoy the Mm -hmm. move and settling into a new place and the process of like being able to purge some things that maybe Mm -hmm. we just didn't have the time or or bandwidth to get to these last couple of years. Um, so I'm really trying to enjoy that like this month here leading up to the move and, Mm -hmm. And just enjoying the fresh start instead of stressing about it. That's mm-hmm. a goal of mine for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and redecorating and yeah. buying new furniture yeah. and that kind of stuff. Uh, I would also, I'm at the very beginning processes of this goal, mm-hmm. but uh, I would love to write a book on our adoption oh, story. Yeah. Um, and I got as far as purchasing an e-course on writing a book proposal. So it like walks you through the whole thing for a more traditional proposal and how to pitch and find an agent and publisher. I think I would like to do um, definitely a more traditional route this time Mm -hmm. around. So that's awesome. So yeah, I just, I'm at the very beginning stages of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then just um, really starting to think about some, especially as the girls are more involved in school here and I have more free time, like Mm -hmm. some things that I might want to just get involved in, like even charities or Mm -hmm. um, advocacy type Mm -hmm. things where I feel like I can really put some of my 
skills and passions to work. I'm mm-hmm. not even sure what that looks like yet, mm-hmm. but just yeah. just at that phase of like paying attention to um okay, I have something to give now right. again. What and do I feel drawn what to? what is what fires me up. Mm-hmm. So mm. just spending some time yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. How about you? I love that. Um You always have specific goals. I know you got <laughs> some goals in the hopper there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I think I've kind of mentioned this but getting more downtime in my life has kind of been a focus of mine Mm -hmm. over the past couple of months. And I have been, I stepped, I've stepped back from my commitment with copper quail style, which Mm -hmm. is a small business that I started and was co-owning and co-running. And, you know, that was with a lot of, a lot of thought, Mm -hmm. um, kind of felt like a hard decision, but I feel really good about it. I know it's the right decision for me. Mm And then just recently, Chris and I produce a podcast that's every other week, and we decided to take a summer break Mm -hmm. on that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And that just feels really good. So those are two fairly significant commitments in my, you know, weekly schedule kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like outside of my full-time job, like my evening commitments. Right. And, and then on top of that, just actively working to keep our calendar more open. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like we've Chris and I have both been just kind of in better communication or just more willing to pass on something if Mm -hmm. we already have something going on. Whereas before it might be like, Oh, you know, we're really wanting to see these friends. Mm -hmm. They said they can do it here. Let's do it. Even if we already have two other things going on that weekend where I just have this feeling in me, that's like, Oh, that's going to feel busy. Mm -hmm. And instead we're just like, you know what? Let's find another time when it's going to, we're really going to look forward to it and not feel so rushed. And so that has just felt really good. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of have been mixing up my, well, I don't know about mixing up my workout routine, but I've just kind of felt like I've been kind of doing the same thing for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I've been just tracking my diet more consistently and actually trying to stick to what mm-hmm. what it says that I should be eating. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean, like, yeah, I'm watching it all right. It's nothing, right. it's nothing close to what that looks that's like. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not for anything like for any drastic change in my body but just kind of feeling like you know I don't know just kind of wanting to get back to those really healthy eating Mm -hmm. habits and and that awareness yes Mm -hmm. and for me tracking it does really help help me and um, specifically eating more protein that's like kind of random but I just feel like that's something sometimes Mm -hmm. I I struggle with Mm -hmm. to like meet that amount so yeah I've just been kind of focusing on that so I feel like that's been good and making me feel good Um, and then our, I guess our other one is just sticking to our budget and mm-hmm. saving money. We have mm-hmm. these aggressive savings goals and it's been working really well for me also to track that yeah. in Mint. And I've just been in a really good habit of tracking every mm-hmm. single purchase. It becomes like a game, like a yes. challenge. Yeah. Yes, it really is. And I've just been really, really enjoying it. Like it really has felt, it already felt like we had a great control over our money mm-hmm. and our spending. And mm-hmm. this just feels like it gives you even more. Right. And so that has just been very satisfying. So it is, it's like all very much about like the control and the tracking. Yeah. That stuff just works really yeah. well for me. So <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah. I want it to work so bad. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta embrace. Gotta <laughs> I gotta go with embrace. what I got. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move on to obsessions. Okay. What have you all got? Right. So I will gladly. Okay. I, I'm obsessed with boosting 
my family, especially my children's mm-hmm. immune systems. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I feel like Tell we, me more. I have some specific <laughs> ideas and I would okay. love, I welcome okay. all others. Yes. Um, I just feel like we have just been hit so hard you with sickness. You have been having a hard <sighs> winter. We just were at the spring. allergist trying to rule some of that out. We did find out Vanessa has some pretty significant seasonal allergies mm-hmm. that kind of can be contributing to some of this. It's kind of a mm-hmm. gateway, if you will, to all uh, of the germs because then you have the right. constant runny nose and then right. whatever. Right. So I just feel like this has been, it's been kind of a struggle since we had the girls, but this year in particular has yeah. just been, it could just be random luck, but I'm like, you know, we need some immune system boosting around here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've actually regressed a little bit in terms of the fruits and vegetables they will eat. Mm. Um, nothing major, but yeah. just I feel like they were more yeah. exploratory. And like Julia in particular has gotten a lot pickier with stuff like that. So I I had a f- crappy $14.99 blender that mm-hmm. I think we got for our wedding, right. you know, <laughs> um, that did not... Make anything it. <laughs> good. Didn't, yeah, it was just like a disaster every <laughs> Swirling time. Swirling things So around. I invested in when she, when, when Julia came down with strep for the second time, it literally went strep. Julia had strep. Vanessa had strep the next week. Julia had strep the following. Oh my gosh. It passed it back and forth. And I was like in the doctor's office. I feel like I had a manifesto like we wash hands this often. Right. We like what can I do? Right. She's like, no, with them so close in age, both going to the same preschool, right. like just passing it back. They're and just going to do that. Like it's especially like if they don't happen to get it right at the same time, uh-huh. then one the just window stagger, for immunity just, is down ugh. enough that they catch it again and reinfect ugh. themselves. And I'm like, oh, so it's just been driving me nuts. So I did get a new blender that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I will link to what it is. It's an and Oscar. So that's related because now you're blending because now up I am, there. I am making many a sneaky smoothie. Gotcha. Because I, I am a fan smoothie. of just being like honest and not sneaking totally. vegetables right, and right. fruits. Right? right. But at the same time, like. Right. They're not going to take a fish oil tablet. Yeah. They're not going to, you know. Yeah. So I've been making this elderberry rose rose hip <laughs> concoction. I think I posted about that on Instagram. <laughs> and I've been putting that in the smoothies and just like, you know, avocado, spinach in there, other yeah. things. Just mm-hmm. putting as much fruit and veggies as I can mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, I would like to experiment with some other like, oil, like fish oil, flaxseed oil, things mm-hmm. like that. Just, I just need to get them. <sighs> Some more nutrients. So that's kind of my obsession. I have been following uh, the rainbow recipes on Homegrown Traditions um, Instagram. Okay. Okay. I just happened to find this Instagram account and she had like a a post like every other day or so she'd have like a different color smoothie. Hmm. And it's really been kind of fun because it's actually... um, like the girls are motivated by that. Right. Like, which color should we try today? Yeah. You pick the color. Nice. So even like the green one, which was a little more, yeah. you know, right. offensive potentially. Right. right. Uh, they exciting. really were into it because it was green day. That's and awesome. so we took out all the green things out of the fridge mm-hmm. and they didn't even, they watched me put in the spinach. They didn't care. Right. They watched me put in the <laughs> avocado, but it was green. Right. So it counted. Um, so yeah, I've just been obsessed with finding ways. We're doing probiotics. We're doing, yeah. we're doing things. That's what I was going to say. I recently reread by listening to um it's called good gut mm-hmm. i i read two books on gut health i know you were last year into the gut oh my gosh i am <laughs> still your life. way into the gut okay i just find it fascinating it's like everything ends and starts there yes. literally 
it is like everything. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, yeah. So I would just say, so yeah, lots of fruits and veggies like are so good for the Mm -hmm. gut and then probiotics or, um, have you guys had the kefir, the yogurt? I haven't, but I want to get that. And that would be great in a smoothie too. You could throw that in there as some exactly. And, and we'll get, um, like the like the flavored one, the blueberry mm-hmm. strawberry. And it your just, boys like it. Yeah. It just takes kind of like a little bit slightly tart yogurt, but it has that flavor. So yeah, we've been trying to get that. So yeah, yeah that's the other thing. But anyway, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Ugh. I'm obsessed. I'm like, what Ooh. can we do here? Yeah. <laughs> um, and are you, do you use antibacterial soaps? Cause I would no. say, cause I would say not to, we don't. So that's good. You don't. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing the best you can. I mean, I know. We, some of it's just dumb luck. It really is. Right. But we had a really hard sickness season last year. So yeah, I feel like I maybe f- it just, mm-hmm. maybe like something gets you down at the mm-hmm. beginning and then you're just like, you can't recover when you keep passing yeah. it around. Oh, well, hopefully surely next year will be better. Yes. But sounds so like you're doing we're working stuff. on it. So that's my oh. obsession. All the smoothies at my All house. All the smoothies. Um, okay. So mine is using coconut oil to remove my eye makeup. Oh, yes. I've heard of this. Yes. I've heard it from all the hippies. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been intrigued before. And what has held me up before? This will sound so dumb, but I, we do have coconut oil in the pantry and use it to mm-hmm. bake here and there. It's like a big jar. Mm-hmm. And then I was always like, I don't want this big jar in the bathroom right. and be like dipping my fingers into right. it. Like even if I get a jar that's just for the bathroom, that just seems cumbersome. Right. And so like, like the logistics of coconut the logistics, oil. Yes. Very important to yes. me. Like the plan ahead, think ahead. I just couldn't get it, figure right. it out in my head. Well, I don't know. It just like came to me in a flash of brilliance. <laughs> Not brilliant at all. <laughs> I just grabbed one of the boys' little Tupperware snack containers. Yeah. And like, put like oh, a few I can put tablespoons in there. A small amount. But this is the thing. This is the thing, p- hippies of Instagram. <laughs> no one's talking about the vessel that they're keeping. Yes. Let's they're get just, real here. They're just showing me the whole jar. Yes. And I don't Probably really... nicely laid out sure. on a spread with like a yeah, real coconut exactly. sitting there. I need, <laughs> I need to know how it functions in real life. So anyway, the thing was, um, I have been like consistently wearing eye makeup. I feel like every day at mm-hmm. work, so I need to take it off. And so I'm going through bottles of eye makeup remover. I might, I mean, not terribly often, but it's also a thing that I can't buy at Trader Joe's. Right. And so it's like one more thing mm-hmm. to add to my target list. Like, oh, I'm getting low on this. I've right. got to make this extra trip to Target. Right. And like wanting to avoid that or something. So anyway, so yeah, now I keep it in this little, like little tiny snack Tupperware. Mm-hmm. I just rub it all over my eyes. With your hand? With my hands. Like I get out kind okay. of a little scoop. Like you're just like digging in there like a three-toed sloth. Yeah, yep, like exactly. Just like <laughs> scooping that. Scooping it right out. Just like that. Probably like half a tablespoon-ish. And okay. then like rubbing it all over my eyes with my eyes closed, obviously. And then <laughs> running the warm water and then immediately like washing my face. Because I feel like the face wash okay. kind of helps take it off. Right. Because it, it is kind of... Oily. It is definitely oily and right. kind of sticky there. Um, and I feel like it works just as well as my really? eye makeup With remover. With nothing else to it. Just straight up coconut oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'm wearing waterproof mascara. Well, and I do, they do say the oil is what breaks, mm-hmm. breaks it down. Yeah. So anyway, makeup. so I'm thrilled. Also, just because that eliminates an errand that I have to right. run. And it's way cheaper. Yeah. Totally. So, and since I'm just using my hands, I don't have to use as many cotton balls. Yes. 
I wondered if you used the cotton ball or mm-hmm. what you did. Yeah. I feel like I go through a lot of cotton balls. I've been, I've been feeling that too lately with the eye makeup remover. Right. And then I have like a toner and an exfoliator. So that's potentially three or four cotton right. balls a day, <laughs> which is a lot. And sometimes I have to go back in for another. Like right. if I have full on eye makeup, yes. it's more than one. So I actually am looking for, I really want to make myself reusable, like, kind of makeup remover pads Mm. and I do feel like it has to be just the right material that's going to be absorbent and whatever yes Mm -hmm. so I'm currently on the look for that and then I just want to make myself you know like 16 like I just have plenty yeah to use through the week so I just have to wash them once a week so that's coming little summer project get it girl okay (laughs) um okay any neighborhood news I have nothing. Me. You have nothing? Okay, well, I... I feel like my mind is out of the neighborhood already. Oh, don't say it. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm... I Yeah, I've, I I really don't feel... I feel a little checked out of the neighborhood. Yeah. Not you. Yes. Not our friends. No, that's understandable. But just a little checked out. Okay, well, I have, I have a, a couple of things. First of all, this is like a random thing, and I feel like there's still an opportunity for you to notice this quote-unquote neighborhood news. Okay. I feel like this must have happened last trash and recycling day. Uh-huh. There are these pages from a planner and it's it the the title is they're not filled out they're from like an empty oh, planner uh-huh. but they're just single pages 5 minute presentation planner and it like walks <laughs> you through a five like how to quickly prepare for your presentation this like This is like a whole planner? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know but it's why it's in the trash. <laughs> the pages are scattered. I found one in my backyard. So there oh my it gosh, was really funny. windy. It was last weekend. It so it must have picked it up and deposited yes. in my backyard. I found one in my front yard. I see I've seen definitely at least one in my other next door neighbor's yard. So that is funny. Be on the lookout. All right. So in case someone, I need to plan a five recycled one of those. I was like, is this a sign? Like when I found it in my backyard. <laughs> Should I be giving a five minute presentation? <laughs> that um, is funny. Okay, so then the other thing is so since we have moved in here. I don't know if this is the case for you at all. So it'll be eight years this summer that we've lived in this house. We continue to receive random mail from the previous owners. We do too. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So yeah. So <laughs> random mail for the, pre- <laughs> literally ours is, um, oh my gosh, now it's totally escaping me. The name I'll remember it anyway, like for him and he apparently had a construction company. Oh, so we also okay. get like for the company mail and it'll right. just be random things. Like sometimes it's been, it seems like legit mail yeah. from like student loans, like not the <laughs> fakey, like consolidate right. your student loans. But I'm like, does he know that he has student loans that he's supposed to be paid? <laughs> it's like makes you real nervous. Like, yes. Okay. But more recently, and I'm just getting so annoyed and I, I have thought several times like, okay, I've got to, I need to stop this mail. And I think it's mm-hmm. a case you need to like, get mail with the name on it and then like take it to the post office and be like, look, stop this mail. It's not easy. Right. And in these eight years, I have not gotten (laughs) it together. Well, then last week we got this mail. It was to just the construction company Mm -hmm. and it didn't have like any return address or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well, what is this? I open it up. There's no letter or whatever inside. It is just like eight passes to a local strip club. <laughs> and I'm like, of all the things you finally decide to open must up, stop. Are you serious? Yes. That is hilarious. Yes. And it was to the, this guy. to the company name. Yeah, of course it was because his wife probably didn't open that mail. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. So I feel like I want to find him on LinkedIn. Yeah. Or I have somewhere your mail. And just be like, so we received these. Yeah. Just where can I forward them to? Yes. Oh my gosh. That is you so take, funny. Can you take care of this? <laughs> so anyway, so we have a few of those passes. All right. You know, if in case anyone. we need a date night, huh? <laughs> for your next date night oh my gosh That's so yes funny. the the mail of neighbor yeah. owner's past continue to I haunt just me get ethel like dillard's and nordstrom gonna, for you're ethel. gonna forward that mail to your new address <laughs> bring her with I you i know how does this work i feel like are the people here gonna still get our mail I'm like sure. i thought when you forwarded it like you legit forwarded yeah, it. yeah i guess i don't know i yeah i don't know if maybe those people never did like a full forwarding address and just oh, like, like maybe they just piecemeal kind the of important things mm-hmm. yeah that I could guess, be i guess we'll find out that could be <laughs> oh. um all right i think that wraps it all up all right thank you so much for listening connect with us on instagram and facebook and tell us what interesting insights you have about yourself or maybe something that we missed about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're always open to that. And head to our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com to find the show notes for this episode and to listen to our past episodes on personalities and on habits, which um, we discuss in our book club episode, Better Than Before. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. chocolate brownie situation yeah ta-da